Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Now, with a look at local, regional, and international NASCAR racing, here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. It is Wednesday, October 2nd, 2019. I'm Hannah Newhouse, joined or in our Concord, North Carolina location, and joined after a week off. Kyle Rickey, you are in Disney. I know it's got to be tough coming back to your work duties. How was Disney, though? It was amazing. Uh, it was a good time. It was a great escape with the family, um, as it has been for a number of years now. Did you miss me last week here on the show? I feel like that's a very loaded question. Well? I mean, we had Dylan Smith with us. He did an awesome job of uh, filling in for you there. So you've had some competition here, you know, coming through with your Disney trips. you gotta, you're gonna get, you got to get that in check, Kyle. I'm glad Prioritize. I was asked back this week. That's yes. all I can say. I'm glad I'm back with you here this week on the show. Well, while you were riding Space Mountain, there was a lot of uh, a lot of racing across the country that took place, including the NASCAR Pinty Series. They wrapped up their season at Jacasa, and history was made with a first-time winner, but also Andrew Ranger finally collecting that championship after a battle all season long with Kevin Lacroix. Yeah, Brett Taylor taking his first ever race win in his 28th series start in the NASCAR Pinty Series was able to pass Jason Hathaway. Final corner, final lap to claim the win. Uh, Donald Teague finished in the third spot. And then that close championship battle, finishing fourth and fifth. Andrew Ranger finishing one spot ahead of Kevin Lacroix to claim his third series title by just 11 points. I, see, I feel like every year, uh, with the exception of maybe one or two since we've been, been doing this show, uh, the NASCAR Pinty Series comes down to the final lap of the final race. And they didn't disappoint again here in 2019. It's been a battle we followed all season long throughout that series. Uh, it seemed like they swapped back and forth every single time we did a show from a different location. So cool to see it come down to such a close finish. And also Brett Taylor collecting that first win in the finale. Uh, he was actually the first Western Canadian ever to win a Pinty Series race. So cool to see history made in that season finale. But as the Pinty Series wraps up, uh, we'll talk to Andrew Ranger, the champion, here after the break. But as they wrapped up their season... A lot of late model stock drivers around the area are gearing up for their biggest race of the season this up and coming weekend. Yeah, it's the big one, the Valley Star Credit Union 300. We will have live coverage of it here on the Motor Racing Network, 6.30 Eastern time on Saturday night. I believe there was about 80 cars at the track last week, I believe on Thursday night at the Martinsville Speedway, testing for the, uh, the event this coming Saturday. It's a who's who of late model racing, Hannah, and it's going to be fun. Can't wait to uh, to get there. Uh, track champions, former national champions, national series event winners. I believe Timothy Peters is on the entry list. So it's going to be fun and uh, you know a lot to talk about here on this show with one of the drivers and then obviously leading up to the race on Saturday night. It's one of the races that I always have circled every year on my calendar. It's a chance for me to almost get back in my element of being around late model drivers and um, the people that I grew up racing with or was racing around. So it's awesome for me to get back to that. I look forward to this event, and it's 
Everyone kind of loses their mind. It's the uh, Daytona 500 of late model stock racing. It's a lot on the line for these drivers to prove themselves for the young guns that are still looking for that opportunity to make the name. And then you've got the guys like Peyton Sellers and Lee Pulliam, Mike Looney, who are the dominant names in late model stock racing that have to defend that dominance. So it's always a race that we look forward to. And we'll actually have one of the drivers, Justin Carroll, who's entered this up and coming weekend. He'll be on the show with us a little bit later, but a lot of money on the line and a lot of prestige, Kyle. Was that $32,000 to win, I believe, this year? It was up uh, from $25,000 a year ago. There's going to be money for the first time paid, $1,000 to win each stage of the race or segment of the race at lap 75 when the caution flag comes out and at lap 150. And then there's poll night on Friday, $5,000 going up for the poll winner. So uh, not only do these drivers just want to make the race and have to avoid those qualifying races, on Saturday that lead up to the 200 lap main event, but they also want to win the poll and that paycheck that goes along with it. $5,000 to a lot of these late model teams is a lot of money. It's an event you definitely do not want to miss if you're in the area, all of these drivers chasing that poll award, but also the the Martinsville Speedway clock, the trophy that everyone has in their back pocket that they really want to get. So Look forward to talking to Justin Carroll a little bit later, but when we return here on NASCAR Coast to Coast, we'll dial up NASCAR Pinty Series champion Andrew Ranger. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts, and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street, and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Over the weekend, the NASCAR Pinty Series wrapped up their 2019 campaign at Jacasa Speedway, and all season long, it has been a tight, close points battle between Kevin LaCroix and Andrew Ranger, but Andrew Ranger came out on top, and he joins us now on the guest line. Andrew, first off, congratulations on your guys' championship. Hey, thank you very much. I'm so happy for my team. My our team worked so hard during the season, and uh, we finally win the third championship. And in this race at Jacasa, it came down to one position between you and LaCroix. What was going through your mind those last couple laps, knowing that he was on your back bumper, and it was that matter of that one position that totaled the championship for you guys? Yeah, it's uh, it was a very uh, a nervous uh, race. You know, it was very stressful. Uh, before the race, uh, I didn't talk a lot to my my guys uh, during that day, but uh, <laughs> during the race we pushed pretty hard. The car was just amazing, and Kevin was behind me, and uh, I tried to stay with that gap and uh, right to the to the finish line. So uh, yeah, it was a very stressful, very nervous before the race, but we finally won the championship. You started third, you finished 
fourth on paper looked like a pretty quiet race for you other than trying to stay in front of Kevin Lacroix throughout the entire distance. Any uh, his any issues or hiccups during the race for you? Yeah, no, definitely not. Uh, right in the beginning, we were like uh, right behind Kevin, second position, and uh, we lead uh, led a couple laps, 14 laps, and uh, right after that, I saw like Kevin would have a problem. I think his car was loose, so uh, we stay right in front of him during the race. And uh, no, I never have a shoe, nothing. I was just trying to save my my car for the end and uh, and look into my mirror, Kevin. So it's what I did all race long. <laughs> And it paid off for you there with that one position ahead of him. But all season long, we followed this points battle, and it's been close with you guys swapping the lead back and forth multiple times throughout the season. You collected those four wins, and every race counted for you guys in being in points contention. How hard was it to put together a season like this and stay so consistent when the Pinty Series runs multiple road courses, you guys run street courses, um, short tracks, big tracks? I mean, how hard was it to stay consistent throughout the entire season? Well, like you say, you know, we, we go on to different tracks. We have a long track, a speedway, a short track, and a road course. So it's uh, normally we can find some gap during the season. But uh, I need to say, you know, Kevin is a good driver. He never have a, a big issue during the season. And the same thing for us. So every race, it looked like uh, it was me and him in the championship fighting. And uh, all the points count. And uh, I'm so happy to finally win the championship. And uh, the the top 12 was so competitive this year. It was um, unbelievable. You know, it's like uh, every, everybody can win every race. And I'm so proud for the Penty Series because it showed that it's really a very good series, very competitive. We we, we race across Canada, and it's just amazing, amazing series. That was going to be uh, uh, another question I had for you uh, during our time here. So I want to jump on it now. Uh, 13 races this year, an average car count of about 20 to 24 cars every week, including a pretty healthy field of 26 this past week in Jacasa. We're going to see a lot of changes next year here in the States with uh, the NASCAR K&N Series, East and West, merging with ARCA. Is all well with the NASCAR Pinty Series? Do you anticipate many changes? Is, is 13 races a pretty good number for you guys right now? Yeah, but 13 races, maybe we can have a little bit more, but I can say that 13 it's pretty good you know we race in cross canada so it's like a weekend we are in toronto next weekend we're in the alberta saskatoon and every time we go at the track it's almost sold out you know it's uh, it's fun to see that the big uh, road course are like big grand prix for us so it's like 30 to 40 thousand people are right there so it's it's fun to see that it's fun that the people are show, show up at our race and uh, like I said, like the top 12 can win every weekend. So the competition was very, very good. And uh, I think it's, it's fun for us. And it's always fun for us as well to get to go to Canadian Tire Motorsports Park when we get to go there with the Gander Outdoor Truck Series and watch yep. you guys race. Jacasa is still on my bucket list of tracks <laughs> I have to get to go to. That facility looks incredible. And you guys always put on good racing. But, Andrew, you won that inaugural um, championship in 2007. You did it again in 2009. And it's been quite some time since you've now capped off this third championship. Is it easy to say that this one was the hardest one for you guys to get? Yeah, it was hard, you know, because I raced in, uh, for five years uh, in 2010. And after that, I raced five years with the waste management in the States. I did different series, Kane and Arca, Nationwide, and that past pickup truck. So after five years, I came back in Canada with the Mopar and, it, it was tough, you know. We worked really hard, and uh, 
built a pretty good team, built new cars, and uh, at the end of that, last year we were very competitive, but we have a little bit of bad luck. But this year everything was perfect, you know. Same guys, everybody were going in the same way and working hard during the winter, built a brand new oval car, and it proved that we are we've been fast every every time we go on the on the track. So uh, I'm so happy for those guys. It's it's fun to win a championship like that. <laughs> How, how has this series changed since those championships back in 2007, 2009? Obviously, a lot of evolution with the series, with the race cars, and with the schedule, adding, obviously, New Hampshire Motor Speedway to the schedule yep. last year, a race you won just about 10 days ago. Yeah, it's. I can't say that the driver changed, but it's just, it's just a competition. It's very, very hard and very tough. You know, the level of driver are good on the road course oval, and uh, it's fun to see that the sponsor will show up too, and big name uh, Tagliani, Camiran, Dumoulin, and all those guys. Labeke raced in Infinity last year, and now he's, he's with with us in this, this series. So it's uh, it's fun to see that. Very good for the fans, and uh, I really like to race in the Penty series. Now, Andrew, I know the off-season is a little bit extensive for you guys compared to some of the other places around here, and it's probably a little early to say or ask this, but do you anticipate returning next year to defend this championship in the Pinty Series? Oh, yes. You know, it, this is uh, definitely my goal. I make a living with that. I have a really good sponsor, Mopar, behind us, and uh, it's uh, it's fun. You know, I would like to race in the States, but sponsorship, it's hard to me there. So uh, I prefer to stay, maybe stay in Canada and make a uh, pretty good uh, pretty good uh, maybe not living with it and uh, enjoy it and have fun and every time we go on the track it's uh, the competition is hard and i enjoy it seriously it's, a, it's it's great to raise in that series well we look forward to that and again congratulations on your championship we look forward to seeing you uh in december for the championships banquet here in charlotte yes thank you very much thank you <laughs> awesome andrew ranger this year's 2019 pinty series champion um on the guest line with us but we return we'll Preview this up-and-coming weekend for Martinsville with the late model stock Valley Star Credit Union 300. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules Tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. Prepare your vehicle for the weather ahead during Super Start Battery Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts with great deals on batteries and accessories. Plus, save on your next oil change with five quarts of Valvoline Max Life Motor Oil and a MicroGuard filter, just $28.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. 
Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. One of the biggest weekends is upon us in late model stock racing is the Valley Star Credit Union 300 is set to get underway at Martinsville this up and coming weekend. And we're joined in studio by one of the drivers who is set to race this weekend there, Justin Carroll. Justin, for people who may not know, we've talked about this race at Martinsville a couple times throughout the show. It's one of those staple races in short track racing to a local late model driver. Talk about the prestige that comes with this race at Martinsville. Oh, it's a huge race. You know, I think it would rack up against, you know, with snow, Snowball Derby for the super late models. We have almost 80 cars that show up for, uh, you know, for this race. It's the second year, I believe, under the lights or third year under the lights. Um, so it's a definitely an incredible race. If you're a fan and you've never been there, I definitely recommend you coming out. I believe you have three starts in the Valley Star Credit Union 300 over the last three years. Top 10 finishes in all three, a best of sixth on a couple of occasions. So what's the secret of surviving that race, regardless of the format? It changes every year, and we'll talk a little bit about the, the new format for this year. But uh, what's been the secret of survival for you? It's truly been survival. You know, it's a, it's an, a, a very hard race, um, you know, physically, mentally, all the above. And uh, you got to miss all the wrecks, you know, because, you know, big races, they have those kind of things. And um first guy make the race it's it's really hard to make the race you know they only take 40 cars so you gotta you know qualify in if you don't qualify in you gotta run the heat race and last year they had last chance races this year they're not doing any last chance stuff so last year we actually ran every single lap possible because we didn't make it into the uh a main off of uh the heat races so i had to run the last chance race and then uh we made it in started 33rd and had a couple problems throughout the race but uh end up ultimately finishing six, which was awesome. And in this race, we see a lot of the most prestigious guys ultimately lose their mind. This race, for whatever reason, just has people on edge the entire time. It's so hard to make it. And then once you're there, you have that victory within grasp, just being in that A main there. And to touch on what Kyle mentioned, the format, we've seen it different every single year. Last year, wasn't there a a caution with 10, 15 laps to go where everyone came down and got four tires and set them up for a shootout? It's changed this year, though. What's the format this year? Yeah, the format last year and years prior has kind of been, in my opinion, not so good. But I think they've really straightened it out this year. They've, uh, you know, added to where you can put your tires on at either break, and it's uh, top twenty gets locked in off of qualifying, and I think it'll just make it for less chaotic. Uh, throughout the race. Less carnage, because we usually see a lot of that at that race. Yes, and that's never good for any of us. <laughs> the breaks this year, lap 75, and then lap 150, and then uh, the final stage will be a 50-lap run, different from two years ago, where it was 10 laps, and it took, like, I don't know, two hours to run those last 10 laps. And then last year, it was 20 laps, and they've expanded it uh, by another 30 laps this year to 50 laps. Do you think... Um, do you think that final 50-lap segment will be a little bit more tame than the two hours it took to run the 10-lap <laughs> segment two years ago? Yeah, I, I totally think it would be, you know, a lot more tame just because, you know, 10 laps ago with brand-new tires, you know, people, they're, they're going 110%, and they don't really care, you know, what happens. They just want to get that clock and that, you know, what was 25,000 now up to 32, I believe it is. 32,000, yep. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a huge deal. But now you got 50 laps to go for it. So kind of everyone has to keep their heads on, you know, at least for a while. And if there's a caution that falls within the 10 laps, then, you know, whatever happens, happens then. So, 
Yeah, it was crazy last year. I remember at this race, I mean, absolute melee on that last lap. And we do cover the race with MRN.com. So if you guys aren't able to make it, be sure to tune in and listen to us. We're going to have coverage all weekend. But I remember being on the front stretch last year and people were coming up asking me if I knew who had won and what was going on. It was absolutely crazy. And it's just one of those races that goes down in the record books. But you're coming off of a recent win. You went to Dillon Speedway this past weekend. Never had been there before and won. And I know Martinsville is a little bit different, but does a win like that help you carry momentum into a weekend like Martinsville? Of course, you know, confidence. That's uh, the big, you know, I'd say one of the biggest things in racing is to have confidence going in week to week. And, you know, we're going into the biggest race of the year. We got confidence. The team's, you know, firing on all strides. And, you know, I'm excited. I think uh, we had a really good car at the, the test on last Thursday. And, and uh, I think it's, the most prepared we have ever been going into Martinsville, and uh, that's good for us. You know, we've had, you know, we finished top 10 each year, so this is, uh, you know, I feel like we're prepared for it, like I said, the most this year, and, and hopefully we can uh, improve on our best finish of sixth. Hannah mentioned you're coming off a successful weekend. Kind of bring us up to speed. What has your 2019 season looked like up until this point? We've been uh, running full time at the car store. Uh, we've kind of had up and down year in the car store. We've had uh, a highest finish of second at Motor Mile, but we've also had you know a couple of DNFs and just uh, haven't really had the luck that we've uh, you know wanted in the car store. But um, uh, aside from car store, we've just running some NASCAR weekly uh, races around um, at Hickory and just kind of bouncing around. We've been running a Speedway, which isn't NASCAR, but been having a lot of success there and uh, been also trying to represent the uh, Kawiki program the best we can. And that does add to that busy schedule. There's obviously uh, constraints within that that you have to run so many races. And the Kawiki program is something that requires you to have success not only on the racetrack, but they also, you know, push for off, you know, community involvement, your social media. Talk a little bit about what you've been doing off of the racetrack. I know you have a couple of things right now that's actually going on with your racing career um, involved with the community here in the Charlotte area. Yeah, so we've been really helping out with the Samaritan's Fee. I'd probably say that's the biggest organization we've helped out with. We uh, This past week, we're just at uh, a local school, and uh, we put shoes on every every student in that school, in elementary school, and that was so cool. Uh, it's really something that uh, Corey LaJoy got pushed started and he had kind of raised a bunch of money and, and kind of got the or, the whole program set up for there. And we were able to go there and, and, you know, just help out, help, you know, put shoes on those kids faces. And uh, some of them just, you know, less fortunate. And to see the smiles on those kids faces was just absolutely incredible. Corey LaJoy has been pushing that program a lot here in the last couple of weeks all over his social media. So glad to see you're participating in that program as well. Back to this weekend, um, you mentioned qualifying into the event at Martinsville. 80 cars, 40 spots, but there's a pole position to be had that pays some pretty good money. I believe $5,000 if you can win the pole on Friday night. How much emphasis do you put on that, or do you really not know if you have the speed to win the pole until maybe practices has been wrapped up and you guys qualify under the lights on Friday? Yeah, you know, that's one thing that we worked on quite a bit on Thursday night is, is qualifying because the last two years I've struggled in, at Martinsville when it comes to qualifying. We've had a great race car, but just not where we needed to be for qualifying. Uh, I think last year we qualified 37th and the year before like 40th, so not good qualifying efforts, uh, you know, kind of put, put us way back in the heat race. But, you know, this year, you know, we focused more on that aspect of it, and I felt like, you know, when we were there Thursday, we definitely had our car – we had we had more speed in it 
Um, not quite where we need to be yet to contend for the pole. Uh, I do really like how the car is drivability-wise and, and handling-wise. I think it's going to be really good for the race. We just need to pick up just a little bit more uh, there for qualifying. And last question here for you. With the money that's up for grabs in total to win, obviously in Martinsville tradition comes the clock. You win, you get a Martinsville clock. Do you have anywhere to put that if you were to win that? Hmm, that's a good question. You know, I actually have not found Start a spot. Start moving some furniture around, I have right? not found a spot yet, but wherever I, I do find a spot, I'll make sure it does go off a lot, and uh, we'll, uh, I, that'll be my alarm clock for sure. I think we had C.E. Falk on last year who had won, and we had him in after that win, and he said that his wife loved it because he had that clock set to go off every single hour as loud as it possibly could in that house after he won. And I'm pretty sure that clock is in the garage now. Yeah, that would be me. That would be me. I don't think it would go to the garage, though, but it would stay in the house. (laughs) It's one of the greatest trophies, one of the most recognizable trophies in in all of sport. Uh, Imagine Jimmy Johnson's house. What does he have, like 10 of those things, Uh, one in every room? And and I know Mr. H has them as well. And I'm glad that the late model drivers have a shot at going for a clock. I believe there was a time where – that was not part of the trophy presentation, and I believe the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour teams are also eligible for a clock when they uh, head back to the track next year. So I'm glad all the series that race in Martinsville now, the clock is part of the uh, the, the trophy presentation. Yeah, it's just so significant to you know Martinsville, and and you know kind of it's a staple. You know when you go to race Martinsville, you know you're going for a clock. So. Uh, you got we got the clock, we got the increase in purse this year, so it's a uh, it's a lot on the line for sure. It's going to be a big race. Awesome. Well, again, Justin, thank you so much for coming in and hanging out with us. Best of luck to you this weekend. Both Kyle and I will be there with MRA and Kyle up in the booth. I'll be down on pit road. So best of luck to you this weekend. Yeah, thank you. Hopefully, you don't have to come to my pit ro- uh, my pit stall to talk to about anything. Hopefully, we have a smooth, clean race. Yeah. Usually, if I'm in your pit stall, it's probably not a good sign. Yeah, not a good sign. So. Stay away. (laughs) Justin Carroll, one of the drivers this up-and-coming weekend for the Valley Star Credit Union, 300 at Martinsville. But when we return, we'll recap the past weekend with short track racing and also let you know what to look forward to here on NASCAR NASCAR Coast to Coast. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. This is Derek's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. After the third time jump-starting my car, I finally realized my battery was dying. So I stopped by O'Reilly to have it checked. They tested it right there in the parking lot. It was bad, real bad. But they helped me find the right battery for my car and even installed it for free. Now my car starts like new. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Plenty of racing action over the past weekend. We mentioned the NASCAR Pinty Series had wrapped up their season at Jocasa with Brett Taylor. Collecting his first win and another first-time winner came in the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour up at Stafford for the fall final. And 66 starts, Kyle, it took this driver to finally collect that first series win. 
And that was Craig Lutz that was able to capture the checkered flag this past Sunday at the Stafford Motor Speedway, the Napa Fall Final. Uh, a great day of racing to wrap up the Stafford season. The penultimate race for the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour. Lutz held off the, the best of the best as the drivers that are running for the championship. Justin Bonsignor, who is still yet to win at Stafford, finished in the second spot. Doug Kobe third. You had Chuck Hosfeld in fourth and Matt Swanson rounding out the top five. 19 points separate the top two. Doug Kobe, the point leader, to Justin Bonsignor in second as the series heads to the Thompson Speedway Motorsports Park in just over a week's time for the World Series of Speedway Racing, which will uh, determine the NASCAR Modified Tour champion for this season. The NASCAR Canaan Pro Series West also in action out at one of my home tracks of Meridian Speedway in Idaho. Uh, Derek Krause collected yet another win on the West Coast with a bump-and-run move. Uh, Caution-filled race, though, as Todd Souza came home second, Trevor Huddleston third, Josh Jackson fourth, and Brad Casso came home fifth. Uh, three races left for the Kane and West series, but, man, Kyle, that race was just caution-filled. Seemed like no one could get off of each other's bumpers. Yeah, they uh, they drove into each other quite a bit, uh, I guess is the nice way to put it. Twelve caution flags for 70 laps. 13 laps of overtime. It was supposed to be a 208-lap race. It turned out to be 221 laps. Kraus picking up the win uh, and thus extending his point lead now. You mentioned three races to go. 40 points, the difference back to Trevor Huddleston in uh, second. Haley Deegan had an eventful night, uh, finishing deeper in the field. She's third in points now, 45 out of the lead. So unless something really Bad happens to Derek here these next three races. It looks like he'll have the championship in the bag for Bill McAnally Racing. They're back on October 12th at All-American Speedway in Roseville, California. And while the Canaan West takes the weekend off this up-and-coming weekend, the Canaan East will crown their champion this up-and-coming weekend at Dover. It was a close battle there for a while between points, but Sam Mayer seems to have a pretty sturdy lead as he leads Chase Gabe Cabri by 30 points and 42 over Spencer Davis as they head into the last race of their season at Dover this weekend. Yeah, the General Tire 125 this weekend will kick off a busy weekend of NASCAR racing at the Monster Mile. The K&N Series will run on Friday, and then our live coverage picks up on Saturday and Sunday with the Xfinity and the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series. Sam Mayer, though, all he really has to do is, is start, take the green flag uh, with a 30-plus point lead. Not a huge car count for that division this year. So 30 points means about 15 spots on the racetrack. So depending on the entry list, he'll uh, pretty much only have to start the race to get his first NASCAR Canaan Pro Series East Series Championship. And Kyle, there's also some racing going on internationally as well with the NASCAR Euro Series this weekend. Yeah, Circuit Zolder, uh, the Grand Prix of Belgium, the final twin weekend, doubleheader weekend for the NASCAR Wheel and Euro Series. Loris Hazeman looking for that championship, has a 21-point lead over Nicola Roca. A couple of new names that we really haven't talked about in recent years as drivers running for that championship. Again, a, a series that continues to evolve every year. Competition seems like it gets better every year. Uh, Steins Longjin, who is a graduate from uh, one of the feeder series, is third in points, 71 back. And then a couple of former champions, fourth and fifth in points, Andrew Villarino, 78 back, and Alan Day, 84 points back, rounding out the top five. So uh, two races to go, one on Saturday, one on Sunday, to determine the NASCAR Wheeling Euro Series Elite One champion. 
And don't forget, fans, you guys can watch all of this on fanschoice.tv with the NASCAR Euro and also the NASCAR Canaan Pro Series East race this up and coming weekend at Dover on fanschoice.tv. Also, the Valley Star Credit Union 300 Martinsville will have coverage for you guys starting at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time here on the Motor Racing Network. Both Kyle and I will be there bringing you guys all the action under the lights with late model stock racing. So, we look forward to doing this again next week here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. For Kyle Ricky, I'm Hannah Newhouse, and producers Brian Yesowich and Craig Moore. We'll see you guys next week here on NASCAR Coast to Coast on the Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Coast to Coast has been brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. NASCAR Coast to Coast can be found on MRN.com, Facebook, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved.